Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome friends to another r slash am I the jerkier video. Would you be a jerk for withholding a trust fund from your own son? We'll find out, but first a story from Newt Groundbreaking 70. Am I the jerk for putting a lock on my son's bedroom door? I, 30 year old female, and my husband, 32 year old male, have a 10 year old son who's an only child. My older sister, her husband, and three kids, who are 12 males, 7-year-old female, and 5-year-old female, all live down the street so they're around a lot. This bothers my son as he's a quiet kid who likes his own space, and they always swarm to his room to play when they come around, and it's upsetting, especially as there's been a few toy breakages in the past. After talking it over with my husband, we installed a lock on our son's door and told him he can use it to keep anyone he wants out as he's old enough for privacy, though we explained we had a copy of the key too for emergencies. My sister and her kids came around the other day for lunch. This was the first time since the lock had been installed. Of course, the kids swarmed towards his room, only to find the door was locked. At first, they thought it was stuck and came to tell me, and I told them that no, it was locked and it was up to my son if he wanted to let them in to play or not. This upset my 12-year-old nephew who wanted to play with my son's PS5, so he began to try to get me to make my son share. I told him no, I wasn't going to force the issue, but if he wanted to play video games after lunch, then he could use my Switch that was hooked up to the TV in the living room. My sister was annoyed at me over this and told me that a 10 year old didn't need that kind of privacy and I was just training him to be rude and inconsiderate, bringing up how her 12 year old didn't have a lock on his door, so why would a 10 year old need it? I wasn't going to point out in front of her kids that they were the reason he needed the lock in the first place, so I just said that it was something my husband and I felt was appropriate and that our son was ready for. She then began to apply pressure to my son, trying to convince him that he wanted his cousins to come play in his room, as they were so bored and wouldn't it be fun? My son isn't good at confrontation. As I said, he's quiet, and he was clearly feeling uncomfortable, so I told my sister to lay off, and if her kids needed to play so much, there was no reason to hang around after lunch, as it wasn't fair to make them sit there bored. My sister did eventually leave in a huff with me, but has been telling her parents how rude I've been and how I'm teaching my son to be inconsiderate too, and how I'm not teaching him to share. When we go to theirs, he always asks before touching anything of his cousins, and I've expressed in the past how they should return that consideration, but it's always ignored. Our parents are taking my sister's side, stating that family shares things and besides, having his cousins around to play will help make my son less shy and how he doesn't need privacy that young. My husband's on my side and has suggested my sister and her kids not come around for a while, which honestly I'm leaning towards. Is it really weird to give a 10 year old privacy an ability to decide who comes into his room? As somebody who highly values their privacy, I think what OP's doing here is honestly a godsend for their kid. A lot of parents would frankly think it's not an issue or just make you put up with it and deal with it because oh they'll be gone in a couple hours or whatever. 
And also, I doubt there's actually much like sharing slash playing together going on. Sounds to me like they come over to OP's house and just hop onto the son's PS5 and probably just play whatever they want while the son has to sit around and let people just kind of use their room for themselves. Do you think it's weird that OP lets their 10 year old son lock their door when family comes over like that? Let me know what you guys think in the comments down below. Our next story is from ThrowRASIPITK. Am I the jerk for tricking my in-laws into trying my food? This isn't necessarily my proudest moment, but I'm tired of being the outcast. I'm 32-year-old female. My husband Pete, 34-year-old male, comes from a family where the women are all bakers. I'm a baker myself, and I used to sell out of my house under my state's cottage laws, but stopped because I just liked it being a hobby. His sister-in-law, Kay, 39, is the one who's known for her cupcakes and cake pops. When I first met everyone years ago, it was the first thing I learned. Everyone talked about everything she made. Even when Pete mentioned how good my stuff was, everyone would say that Kay sells hers and they're popular, so they must be better. Whenever I bring treats, they're often left untouched because they're not Kay's. Yes, I've been told that. They ask me to bring something every get-together and never touch it. To be clear, Kay is mainly a baker, whereas I bake and specialize in professionally decorated cakes. Kay says that overly decorated cakes are compensating for their bad taste, and Pete's family agrees. We had a barbecue Monday for Memorial Day, and everyone made their treats. Kay decided to bring cake pops. She posted them on her Instagram the night before. So, and I know this is immature, I made the exact same ones she did, same flavor and design. We got there and everyone asked where my treats were. I said they're in the car and I'll get them in a minute. So I waited for everyone to be outside. Then I brought mine in and put them next to Kay's. After we eat, I noticed the family eating my cake pops and not Kay's. She didn't notice at first and then asked if they weren't feeling cake pops. They said they just ate them and they were the best she's ever made and asked what she did different. Mother-in-law even said they looked so much better in person than in the picture. Kay was confused and said hers were still on the table. That's when I said, oh, I brought those. Glad you enjoyed them. Her husband said he hadn't had one yet. Lies, he ate two. And everyone else just said, yeah, they were okay. Kay didn't say anything the rest of the night. Pete thought it was funny. He didn't know what I did until the reveal, but his brother, Kay's husband, said yesterday that what I did was mean, and I'm just mad that Kay's a better baker. But Pete said it's ridiculous the family, including Kay, puts down my baking when they won't even try it at all because I'm not Kay. Am I the jerk? Was it perhaps petty what OP did? Maybe a little bit. But considering the constant treatment OP's gotten, I feel like OP can't be the jerk here just trying to prove to them that they're the ones just being totally biased jerks. And now that OP's proven it, hopefully they got a little voice in the back of their mind realizing OP actually is a lot better and we're not giving them any credit. Maybe not, but you can hope that there's a little voice that makes them feel a little bit more jealous leaving OP's food out there sitting out. And maybe, just maybe, they'd want to sample it knowing how good it was compared to K's. Our next story is from throwawaypaul55735. Am I the jerk for leaving in the middle of the vacation because my boyfriend's mom tried to sleep in our bed? My boyfriend, 27, Paul, and I, 24-year-old female, have been dating for a year. His mom is intrusive as freak, but calls herself the protector. She'd insert herself in literally everything when it comes to Paul. 
Paul does notice her behavior, but says he's learning to set boundaries with time. She invited me to join her family to go on a vacation. I agreed, though I still had to pay. If I'm a guest, then I'm expected to pay, though. Anyways, we went together, and this entire time, she kept following me and Paul everywhere, preventing us from being alone. I complained, but she reminded me that this is a family vacation, not a romantic getaway. So fast forward to day two at night. At 1am, Paul and I were already in bed, when we heard a loud knocking on the door. Paul stayed in bed and I went to open the door, and found his mom in her nightgown. I asked if I could help and she told me she couldn't sleep in her room after constantly hearing weird noises. I said, well, did you check with the staff to see what it was? She said no, then acted scared and said that the room was probably haunted and she wanted to spend the night with us. Before I could respond, she immediately rushed to my side of the bed and got in. Paul asked her what happened and she told him about the ghosts, then asked if it was okay if she slept with us. I was baffled. He said yes, but I got angry and repeatedly said what the freak. She told me I could sleep with them or go sleep in her room if I wanted a bed or sleep on the floor. Paul was okay with all those options, but I blew up and told them how screwed up that was and said that I no longer intended on continuing this trip from heck. Then I started packing. Paul yelled at me after he failed to convince me to stay. I went to a hotel, spent the rest of the night there, then got on the first flight home. He never stopped trying to contact me via Viber, WhatsApp, and Facebook after I refused to return his phone calls. He texted me a bunch saying that I should have stayed and not make a joke out of him and spoil the whole thing for his family. When I pointed out how inappropriate his mom's behavior was, he called me nuts to think that mom was being inappropriate. Moreover, he said that I have a twisted mentality and view on his innocent relationship with his mom. He wants me to fix this mistake once they get back, but I haven't replied. I don't blame OP and I don't think they're the jerk, and frankly it's a little disappointing to see Paul's reaction, and to see Paul try to turn this around and make it an emotional battle for OP, trying to label this whole thing as an innocent relationship with their mom. Maybe OP's already running for the hills and is long gone. If I were to say anything to Paul at this point, I would say regardless of whether this was a family vacation or a romantic getaway, having your mom helicopter around us and seek us out every second, including in the middle of the night to climb in bed with us, is a huge no-go for the rest of their relationship. Imagine having to deal with that every time your mother-in-law's around. It would be one thing if she did that and Paul acknowledged it, but Paul sees no issue. This next story is from Overreaction 536435. Am I the jerk for leaving my husband at the airport after he tried to make me carry his luggage? My husband, 32, was on a business trip that lasted for four weeks. Once he got back, he told me to come pick him up. I drove to the airport and got inside to get him from there. The second he saw me, he let go of his two big bags and started walking. I tried to get him to stop, but he told me to get the bags and follow him. Note that I'm 12 weeks pregnant, but he tells me that I'm still in good shape. I told him those bags were too heavy for me to carry, but he went on a rant about how exhausted he was from sitting in that plane for four hours straight. His arms, neck, legs, and back hurt. I refused to take a step ahead with those bags and told him it's his luggage so he gets to deal with it. His tone got more tense and told me that I was being annoying. I told him to get someone to carry his bags for him and he replied, I already have one and it's you. Come on, I'm so tired of standing then kept walking and ignoring me. 
I left his luggage where he left and walked straight past him. He freaked out and started yelling at me to get back. I walked out, got into my car, and drove off because I was literally having none of it. I felt so upset and humiliated. He got home by a taxi but was livid at me for leaving him at the airport just because he asked for my help. He also said I embarrassed him and made a scene and overreacted big time. He went upstairs and stayed in the bedroom after the shower. He's still upset with me, saying I reacted poorly and in an unsupportive, inappropriate manner. Am I the jerk? Was this an overreaction? I don't see how OP can be a jerk in this situation. It also seems absolutely hilarious for their husband to be like, Oh, I'm so tired after sitting in a plane for four hours. And also saying, Oh, come on, I'm so tired of standing. This guy just sounds like a major burden to everybody. And you being 12 weeks pregnant and they're asking that of you? To me, this guy seems ridiculous. Would you guys agree? Our next story is from Laptop Throwaway. Am I the jerk for asking for the laptop I gifted my girlfriend after she gave it to her sister? My girlfriend's been talking about getting a laptop for a long time. I offered her mine because I don't use it, but she said that it was old and slow. So, for her birthday, I got her a new one. She used it for literally two days and then gave it to her sister. When I inquired about the reason, she said she didn't like it and that her sister's going to need it more than her because she's starting college this fall. I told her if she wanted to give her sister a laptop, she should have been the one to buy it, and that you can't just give away a model that you did a lot of research about because you didn't like it after trying it for two days. I reminded her that we could have traded it for a different model or sold it or whatever and got a new one. I told her I've been depriving myself from a lot of stuff for eight months so I could buy the laptop for her, so I asked for it back. She told me that she can't do that because in the US, it's rude to ask for gifts back. And since the laptop was a gift, I can't ask her for it back. And same goes for her sister after she gifted it. I think it's more rude to pretend for months to want something just so you could give it to someone else shortly after you receive it, unless there was a valid reason like the gift requiring money or maintenance or receiving similar gifts. I think OP's not the jerk. I'm putting myself in OP shoes and I would feel absolutely gutted if I saved up for my girlfriend to give them this expensive laptop and after two days they turn around and give it away. OP saved up and probably spent hundreds on this and they just gave it away just like that? Definitely not the jerk. Our next story is from an anonymous poster. Am I the jerk for exposing all my coworkers after they said I was lazy? So I work in home care, and recently my boss has informed me that all my coworkers have been complaining about my laziness. They said the house is a mess when they arrive, and I guess the blame is on me. I have four coworkers. One works Monday to Thursday, 7 to 7 p.m. Two work night shifts, 7 to 7 a.m. One works on Friday morning and on the weekend, and I work the weekends, Saturday 4 to 7 and Sunday 7 to 7. By the way, we all have the same job role care for patients, and keep the house clean. Every week when I arrive in the house at 4 on Saturday, there's a number of problems. There's dirty clothes filling the kitchen, ants on the drawers, counters, tables, leftover food on the table, leftover dishes, dirty diapers on the ground, an empty fridge with zero cleaning products. On Saturday, for the three hours I work, I do the dishes and clean what I can, throw away the diapers and clean each patient's room. Put the dirty clothes in a basket in the laundry room. All that while prepping dinner of something I can put together. 
Sunday, I clean the rest of the house, do grocery shopping, household shopping, and deal with the bug problem. No help to my weekend coworker, who doesn't know how to use a laundry machine, nor cook, despite how much I try to show her. I told her to make dinner after shopping, and she made pancakes and jelly. I do all this myself, yet I'm the lazy coworker. I try to explain to my boss it's unfair, I have to clean the mess of my coworkers, and they need to help clean too. But she believes it's me leaving the house like that over the weekend and said I need to fix myself. So next week, when I arrived to my Saturday shift, I took a video of me walking around the house showing how filthy the house was when I first arrived. My job's on my way to college campus, so I stop by and take a quick picture of the house throughout the week. Sent them all to my boss and again explained these were the conditions of the house. She sent a warning to our work group chat and basically everyone got in trouble. Am I the jerk for exposing my coworkers? I don't think OP could be considered the jerk in this situation, considering it seemed like everybody else was trying to sink OP here and put off their laziness and their disregard to even taking care of their patients in the household their patients live in and hoping OP will just continue to take that blame. It probably, if allowed to continue, would have totally have sunk OP if they didn't do something like they did. I don't think you can be the jerk for defending yourself when you're legitimately a victim in this situation. This next story is from Rainbow Baby 2022. Am I the jerk for not allowing my cousin to announce her pregnancy at my baby shower for my Rainbow Baby? This is one thing that you read about on Facebook and you think there's no way people actually act like this until it happens to you. My husband and I are finally expecting our Rainbow Baby after years of infertility and multiple miscarriages. It's safe to say that we and our family are very freaking excited. My mother is probably the most excited. She's been planning our baby shower and making decorations for months. She's been the biggest help during this exciting yet scary pregnancy. A few weeks ago, my aunt told my mother and I that my cousin is pregnant. We're very happy for her. However, my aunt said their plan is to announce her pregnancy at my baby shower, since we're having a big party anyways. She said it's not a big deal and we can both share the day. I said absolutely not, because we've been waiting for this day forever. It should be all about me and my rainbow baby. My mother's on my side and told my aunt that they better not announce anything at the party. My aunt dropped it and nothing else was ever said. Last Saturday was my baby shower. It was everything I've waited for. Everything is going good. No one has announced my cousin's pregnancy. When it was time for us to eat my cake, my aunt said, hold on, hold on everyone, and went outside to her car to grab something. That was the moment I knew something was up. My mother and I follow her outside, and my aunt decided to bring a cake announcing my cousin's pregnancy and some presents for my cousin. My mother immediately told my aunt that she will not be bringing those back into the rec center and they will be ruining my day. My aunt started throwing a fit, screaming, This is a baby shower. It's for babies. Cousin's having a baby too, so this day is about her too. My cousin now joins the screaming and says how pissed off she is that everything's always about me and why do we always have to be happy for me? They would not stop screaming. So they were kicked out by the rec center's security and half our family was upset that I wouldn't let her have a moment at my shower, so they left too. Now everyone's bashing my mother, myself, and Rainbow Baby on Facebook, group family texts, anything at all. So Reddit, was I the jerk for not allowing my cousin to announce her pregnancy at my Rainbow Baby shower? I think OP's definitely not the jerk here. 
I think if you're gonna throw your own baby shower, you're allowed to have that event all about you. It's basically a celebration of your baby and not somebody else's baby. This isn't a communal baby shower. Frankly, I think if they went and took that cake and smashed it on the ground, they still wouldn't have been a jerk. Mainly because the aunt and the cousin obviously were trying to dump this back on OP on OP's day. Like some serious underhanded stuff. Guess that's family for ya. Our next story is from Critical Value 1511 Am I the jerk for not giving my son part of his trust fund early because he refuses to sign a prenup with his fiance? Some background, I have four kids. My eldest John, 27-year-old male, was with my first wife who died when he was five. I eventually remarried and got two stepdaughters, Lisa, 25-year-old female, and Anne, 18-year-old female. Then my second wife and I had Mike, 13-year-old male. My wife and I made sure to give them comfortable lives. When John and Lisa graduated from university, we gifted them condo units. We'll do the same when Anne and Mike graduate. Also, all of them have trust funds that will be released when they turn 30. I'm quite proud of my kids. John and Lisa graduated from top universities. John has a high-paying job as an engineer, while Lisa pursued a master's degree in business while she worked in marketing. Eventually, she started her own marketing consulting firm while being a part owner of a spa. John recently got engaged to his girlfriend of two years, and they want to get married by the end of this year. She seems nice, however, she doesn't earn as much as him. My son spends a lot of money on her, on dates and expensive gifts. I understand that it's his money and he can spend it however he wants. She also moved in with him in the condo that I gave him, and as far as I know, she doesn't pay her share of utilities and association fees. And now John is asking to get part of his trust fund so he could use it for the wedding, since his fiancé doesn't have much money to contribute for their wedding. Now, here's where I might be the jerk. I told him I'd release part of his trust fund early if he draws up a prenup with her. He got angry and told me I was being unfair because I released half of Lisa's trust fund last year to help put up her business. He told me that I was playing favorites. I told him that Lisa did something worthwhile with her trust fund, and while a wedding is worthwhile, I told him it doesn't seem safe to use his fund for a wedding to a girl who doesn't bring much to the table. I told him that I just wanted him to have some security by drawing a prenup. He got angrier and said I was implying that his fiancé is a gold digger. His wife and the rest of the family refused to take sides. Am I the jerk? I'm gonna say OP is the jerk in this situation. They sound awfully judgmental. Frankly, I think it's near none of their business how they do their finances, how they split them. And if they're ready to settle down, I think it's incredibly judgmental for OP to be the sole decision maker on whether or not they're worthy of the trust fund. Because the fiancé isn't raking in money, they're not worthy, they should get a prenup just in case. Just stinks of unnecessary disapproval. Our next story is from throwaway 65009767. Am I the jerk demanding my husband to pay back the money that he'd been secretly taking as rent from my disabled sister who's living with us? I'm female, 30. My sister, female, 23, is disabled. She can't work because of her immobility but receives benefits, SSDI, due to her disability. She used to live with our mom who passed away eight months ago. It's been hard for us. I took my sister in to live with me and my husband. Note that my husband doesn't take any part of her care whatsoever. Moreover, he started complaining about my sister from time to time. She can't get her own place, and I would never, and I repeat, never put my sister in a care home. I work and take care of her, and it's been going well for us. 
My husband's the one that usually handles her financials because he's an accountant. I recently noticed that her benefits money wasn't enough to buy her essential stuff, like medical equipment. I didn't think much of it till I decided to do the math and found hundreds going missing without an explanation. I talked to my sister and she kept implying that my husband had something to do with it till she finally admitted that he'd been collecting rent money from her and told her to keep it a secret from me. I was floored, utterly in shock. I called him and had him come home for a confrontation. He first denied it, then said it was logical because my sister's an adult living under our roof, and so she's expected to pay rent. I screamed my head off on him telling him how screwed up that was because she's disabled and this money was supposed to go to her care, and more importantly, he shouldn't have ever touched her money. I demanded he pay back all the money he took from her over the past months. He threw a fit saying it's his house and he gets to say who stays for free and who has to pay. I told him he had to pay it all back or the police would have to get involved. He looked shocked at the mention of police and rushed out. He tried to talk me out of making him pay, but I gave him a set time and told him I'm serious. I'm gonna say maybe both sides are the jerks here. In no way should the husband just be taking that money because they feel entitled to it and especially not in such an underhanded and secretive way to their spouse. But also it sounds like this overall situation is not something that they personally advocated for. It sounds like this really wasn't something that they want or continue to want. And I guess I wouldn't blame him for basically feeling like this whole situation is forced and they're trying to deal with it in whatever compensatory way they feel entitled to. Although that's an equal jerk move from their part. This next story is from MomThrowAway0523. Am I the jerk for telling my mom, that sounds like a you problem? I'm 17 year old female. My mom, 40s, has major issues with communication. She expects everyone to read her mind and she never asks for help just expects people to offer it. I've gotten sick and tired of being yelled at for not anticipating her needs, so I recently told her that I'll only respond to direct communication. Obviously, if she's visibly struggling with something, I'll help. My goal isn't to ignore her, but just to force her to communication more directly. So if she wants help, she can ask instead of just assuming I'm waiting on her hand and foot. I want to clarify that this isn't about things like doing the dishes or helping with groceries, but things that don't really concern me in the first place. So my mom's been looking for this photo album for a few days because we have extended family visiting, but she can't find it. My mom's a hoarder and extremely disorganized, and honestly I wouldn't have known where to even start. Plus, she never even asked me for help, so I didn't help. It's not important to me anyway, I'm not even really close with this extended family, and she's the one who promised them she'd find it. Anyways, family came over yesterday, and my mom didn't find the photo album that they were really interested in seeing. So she said something like, Maybe if I had some help around here I would have found it, but of course I have to do everything myself. She was looking at me when she said that, so I responded to her passive aggressiveness with, Well, that sounds like a you problem. I then reminded her of what we spoke about before and said, If you really needed my help, you could have asked. It's not my problem you're too self-important to ask for help. Of course, she immediately shut me down and sent me to my room. She's scolding me for not showing her respect and embarrassing her in front of our extended family and said I was being childish. Then she said she shouldn't have to ask for help from her own child. Am I the jerk here? I don't think OP's the jerk. Uh, It seems like a very entitled reaction from the mom here. 
It seems like there's almost an expectation from the mom for OP to overextend themselves in every possible situation so as to never let their mom feel like they're not getting any help with anything, despite never actually asking for specific help. Like, should OP just feel expected to do everything possible without any communication? No, the mom should just mention what they need help with or what they would like them to do. Our next story is from Intelligent Bear 1617 Am I the jerk for not allowing my sister-in-law and our children into my house when my husband isn't home? My husband's older sister is a mom of three ages, 9, 8, and 6. Sister-in-law allows a lot of behaviors that can be quite destructive or messy from her kids, which is fine in her own house, but at least in mine, I don't like it. My husband's told her before she needs to make it clear that our house rules are different from hers, but she brushed them off. These kids will kick a ball around inside, breaking our possessions more than once, will bounce on the furniture with shoes on and leave stains on them, have emptied storage containers in our house on the floor and walked away with what they wanted to get, leaving the rest there. My husband and I have both stepped in and asked them not to, and the response we get back is, you're not our mom or dad. I'm aware this is true, but it is our home. We've put stuff up, only for them to go inside and get it anyway. We said no shoes inside, and they straight up said no. They've also gotten other balls while we take them away, while they play with them inside. They're the very same at my in-law's house. The oldest even told father-in-law to F off when he corrected them. So I made the decision that if my husband wants to deal with all that, he can. But while I'm at home without him, they are not coming in. Sister-in-law attempted to come over with the kids while my husband was away for work. I told her she wasn't allowed in. I told her to speak to my husband and find out when he's home and she can visit if he allows. She was pissed. My husband told her he decided not to let her in anymore either. But I'm the worst offender in her eyes. Am I the jerk? I think it's pretty clear that OP's not the jerk here. You're trying to do your best, hosting your family, and they don't respect you or your household. If they're not going to go and wrangle their kids and allow them to act respectably in other people's houses, treating other people's belongings with respect, then they shouldn't deserve to be able to go to other people's houses and they should be able to understand after they get kicked out and barred from going anywhere why they're not being allowed anywhere. Because you and your kids are a walking tornado and instead of just leaving the tornado aspect at the door, You actively and willingly just open the door and let the tornado breeze right in every single time without doing anything about it. Do you guys think OP would be a jerk if they never let their sister-in-law ever come in again? But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to see another Am I the Jerk here story that was even more insane than the ones in this video, click on that left video, or if you missed my latest video, click on the right. But with that said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.